0: The road from ruin to redemption contains crooked providences, and yet God is faithful through every turn. Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. I must warn you that the Christian life, walking with God, does not set up some type of force field around you, protecting you from the dangers, toils, and snares of sin. The road from ruin to ultimate redemption contains crooked roads, hills, and valleys, but God is providentially overseeing them all. Do you see that in the life of Naomi? There's no masking the heartache in this woman's life, but also you can't miss the providences. She lost her sons, but she gained this unrelenting woman named Ruth, of whom the ladies at the end of the story say that she is better than seven sons. Naomi thought she had no hope of a redeemer, but God had preserved Boaz for her and her family. The Lord takes barren Ruth and gives her Obed. I've learned the lesson again that nothing just happens for its own sake. Nothing. Everything that comes into my life has the emblem of God's glory attached to it. Everything. If God is all-wise, all-knowing, and unchanging, and He is, then everything He orchestrates for your life, allows into your life, is for His glory and your good. It looks like in Ruth chapter 4 that verse 16 would have been an awesome place to end the story. Read it with me. Ruth chapter 4, verse 16. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her lap and became his nurse. I mean, what better, more serene scene could you imagine after all the suspense and drama of chapters 1 through 3? Naomi, the grandmother, surrounded by all the women of the neighborhood, with her grandson laying across her lap, being rocked and given the old double tap on the bottom end scene, right? Let the credits roll at this point. Everything is resolved. But then we have this appendix, as it were, about the naming of the boy and his son and grandson and then a genealogy. This story is not mainly about Ruth or Boaz or Naomi. This story is about God, his faithfulness and his craft and skill at work in the unseen parts of everyday life. Remember, this book was written in the time of the judges when everyone did what was right in their own eyes, when there was no king in Israel, no leader, everyone adrift. And in that dark time, God did not abandon his word. He was working the whole time to preserve a people. Through their mistakes and failures, he was weaving together his sovereign plan to produce the greatest king the nation of Israel would ever know, King David. What a source of hope and comfort to the people who first read this story. No doubt, it must have been a dark day in Israel's history again. And they needed encouragement that God had not abandoned them. They needed to be reminded that God is a faithful God, unchanging in His word to His people, no matter what the circumstances may look like. He is working in deep, unfathomable minds to accomplish His will. His will was not just to produce King David, though this story actually continues on in Matthew chapter 1 where we find another genealogy. It's the genealogy of Abraham. And we see traced in that genealogy a line of descendants that takes us from Abraham to Rahab to Boaz to Obed to King David and then Solomon, all the way down to Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary of whom Jesus was born, who is called the Christ. In the story of Boaz and Ruth and Naomi, it was more than just bringing two lovebirds together so that we could swoon at the outcome. God was orchestrating his sovereign plan to provide redemption for rebels like you and me. And in your life, your life is not mainly about you. It's about God accomplishing his purpose through your life to make known a redemption that beckons all people's to come, repent, and be saved by the only Redeemer. You may be in the middle of it today. It may be the bottom, but the story of Ruth teaches us that God will take you from ruin to redemption. The story of Ruth teaches us that the best is yet to come. The story of Ruth teaches us that the last day is better than the first. And oh, how we long for that last day, but until then we follow, trusting that he is working all things for his glory in my ultimate joy, God will take you from ruin to redemption. As you pray today, please remember Wael Dawahir and his family are missionaries in Illinois. And also remember the French-African Life Word broadcast heard throughout Africa.